KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. The Good Dinosaur starts with a good cosmic joke. An asteroid gets bumped off its path and doesn't hit the Earth. The dinosaurs don't go extinct, and evolution isn't Darwinian, but egalitarian. Dinos share the planet with human upstarts, except that the big guys are smarter than we are. As Pixar productions go, this one isn't exactly a groundbreaker, but it's heartfelt and endearing as well as visually splendiferous, and kids will love it for sure. The best way for adults to enjoy the film is to follow the advice given by a gruff T-Rex named Butch to the hero, Arlo, a timid young Apatosaurus. When Arlo seeks reassurance about the dangers that await him on his journey, Butch says, don't overthink it. Arlo's journey is a familiar one, an all-too-familiar one if you're after groundbreakers and nothing else. It's about the sweetness of childhood shattered by sudden loss, overcoming fear through a struggle to survive, and the search for what remains of a loving family. The family that Arlo is hatched into works a thriving farm in the Old West, meaning an extremely Old West that corresponds to geological knowledge of how the West may have looked when dinosaurs roamed the land. The movie is framed as a traditional Western with modifications. Arlo's mother and father plow the soil with their noses irrigate their crops with their mouths. A cattle drive involves proto-bisons. A campfire tale told boastfully by Butch, the T-Rex, turns on drowning a crock in its own blood. Considering Butch's teeth, the tale may not be a crock. Once Arlo finds himself an unfathomable distance from home, the hero's journey also becomes one of a boy and his dog— although the boy in this case is a green dino and the dog he meets along the way is a scruffy boy he decides to name Spot. Spot has lots to learn from articulate Arlo, but the reverse is true, too. The kid is human, after all. So the relationship deepens as rivalry gives way to camaraderie in the face of storms, rising rivers, and squadrons of predatory pterodactyls. I made a point of attending a 3D screening, incidentally, but technical problems turned it into a 2D screening. On the strength of what I saw, I'd bet the 3D version is worth the surcharge. The buddies' adventures are dramatized impressively, but you could argue that the movie's real subject is scenery and particularly water. Water has always been a challenge for animators, but the water here, rushing, gushing, roiling, gloriously raging, has the emotional force of a major character. As for the landscapes, Pixar's computers, in the service of art, have rendered splendor in the grasslands and majesty in the mountains. If such tools had been present at the creation, the whole thing might have been done in seconds instead of days. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. 
Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.